Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 129. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have the excellent, fabulous Tyler Basu here with me today. Welcome to the show, Tyler. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Great, great. Happy to have you here. So just a little bit about Tyler. He is an author, digital publisher, and lifestyle entrepreneur. He's interviewed over 100 successful entrepreneurs for his podcast and written several books, including the number one Amazon bestseller, The Lifestyle Business Blueprint. He is also the publisher and editor of Lifestyle Business Magazine, and a dig- which is a digital magazine for lifestyle entrepreneurs. And I know there's a lot more to your bio than that. Um, do you want to expand on that a little bit for our audience just so that they can really get to know the the real Tyler for a moment here? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, those are definitely the highlights and and thank you for sharing those. Um, You know, within that journey, there was definitely a ton of trial and error. uh, And, you know, I didn't just suddenly wake up one morning and say, oh, you know, okay, now I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and now I'm a digital publisher or anything like that. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, trying things, things not working out, changing directions, you know, many years of that uh, just in order to, you know, be uh, where I am today. Um, So if you want to jump into that journey, I mean, you know, I'm happy to go back however far as you like. Um, The really quick Cliff Notes version is that I spent my early 20s uh, going through a bunch of different industries, finally ended up in real estate at 23 years old. I spent a couple of years as a realtor, and while I was working uh, in real estate, I was hosting a podcast uh, part time, and that's the uh, that first podcast was called Chatting with Champions. I interviewed over 100 entrepreneurs, uh, learned some great stuff, especially about online business and, and lifestyle entrepreneurship, and that's what kind of you know opened my mind uh, to all the possibilities uh, that that exist on the internet. And really got that clarity on the type of business that I wanted to build. And so in 2015, I ended up leaving real estate uh, to do this, this whole online, you know, online stuff full time. And, and that's when I started the magazine. I love it. That's fantastic. So tell me a little bit about um, in terms of the magazine, what made you decide that that was the right business model for you? And tell us a little bit more about what that entails. I don't think I've ever interviewed anyone that is the uh, editor and and, you know, founder of a, a magazine like that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I, I get this question quite a bit because digital magazines are still uh, a pretty new concept. I mean, I, w- I guess I would still consider myself one of the early adopters uh, yeah. to, who are getting into this space because it's, you know, it's just starting to uh, to really pick up some momentum now. Um, but I guess, you, you know, and and a lot of industries are moving digital, right? Not just magazines. I mean, we've, we've already seen the huge shift occur with books, for example. Oh, right? absolutely. I mean, yeah. more ebook sales than paperback sales now, yep. right? So I think that probably in the next couple of years, the same thing is going to happen for, for magazines. Um, the, the reason that I jumped into it was actually because uh, 
again, while I was working in real estate earlier in 2015, I interviewed uh, this young entrepreneur by the name of Nathan Chan. And he started up a digital magazine called Founder Magazine. Um, and so he was already, you know, two, two and a half years into his journey when I spoke with him. And he was doing really, really well with it. And me and him got to chatting after the interview. And I started telling him, you know, I'm, I've got all this great, uh, all these great guests that I've had on my show. I've even had all these interviews transcribed. And I have all this content. I'm not really sure what to do with it. Uh, like, do I create blog posts? Do I put them into books? Like, what, you know, what, what exactly do I do? And he started telling me about digital magazines and how they work. And so they're technically a- an app. Um, I mean, you create an app for your magazine, and, and so somebody will find it in the App Store. So that could be Apple's App Store. It could be Google Play uh, for Android devices, right? But the moment somebody's downloaded your app, they can then subscribe uh, to receive those issues of your magazine, however often you come out with a new issue. Um, and the process is pretty, is pretty straightforward. I mean, every month I interview a few people uh, and I, I record those interviews and we put those up on the podcast, but we also turn those interviews into articles. Um, I collect articles from other contributors and then once I have enough content for an issue, I send it to my designer. Uh, she makes it look really fancy, you know, puts together a cover and table of contents and all the pages and puts in all those pictures and all that kind of stuff to make it look good. She sends me a PDF. And then I run that through a software uh, to publish it into the uh, in the app store. Beautiful. I love it. So now you're starting to hit on a topic that is um, right up my alley and really speaking my language. And that is that content marketing repurposing, I want to call it, um, of your content. Because I think one of the biggest things that um, is a missed opportunity for entrepreneurs out there today, Tyler, and you can you know share your feedback on this, is you know we work really hard to create all, create all of this great content. And very few businesses are leveraging that and then actually having success monetizing it. So can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in terms of magazines, uh, from a monetization standpoint, um, I, there's two ways you can do it. You can you can uh, give a free magazine, so you know not charge your readers for downloading your magazine, and then monetize by putting adver ads in your yeah. magazine. Mm-hmm. And those could be ads from uh, you know from other from other sellers, from other vendors, or they could be ads for your own stuff. I mean, right. if, if you've got your own products you want to promote, you can go ahead and put those in there. Um, I chose to go the subscription uh, route, so there's no ads in in my magazine it's just the content and I you know I work really hard to make sure that there's a lot of great content in each issue um, and then we charge a monthly subscription and there's different options uh, and like different uh, tiers I guess I mean you could do a monthly you could do a six month 12 month or, or pay for a single issue um, and then Apple because they're the ones handling that distribution and actually you know taking the payment from from people uh, who have uh, I guess iPhones or you know those uh, those iTunes accounts yep. they'll take 30% I get 70 so it's kind of like Amazon I mean if you self-publish on Amazon they usually take uh, that 35% and you get and you get um, you get the 65 or you get the 70 it just depends on how where you price your book mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's how you can monetize a magazine but going back to your question of repurposing content so yeah absolutely the, re- the reason that I jumped into it is because uh, you know up and b- before I had created the magazine what I was doing in terms of creating content was blogging ebooks and podcasts and all three of those spaces as you probably know 
uh, have a lot of people in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's a ton of competition, right? It is, is it, it is quite tough to, to really stand out. And uh, the topic that I had become the most passionate about was lifestyle entrepreneurship. And again, this goes back to interviewing all those guests on my first podcast and, and learning about that subject. Um, and then wanting to create, you know, a resource or some some kind of content on that subject, but not wanting to get lost in all of the different, um, you know, all the different types of content that were already out there. So I went and I did some research in the App Store, and tried to find a magazine that was specifically for lifestyle entrepreneurs, and I couldn't find one. Um, so it didn't take me long from that moment to decide that okay, I think I want to be the one to create that resource. Um, it seems like there's a, vo- a void that I can fill there. I can't necessarily fill that void in the podcasting space or in the blogging space because there's already a ton of fantastic resources that exist. But I think I can get my foot in, you know, in the uh, in the in the newsstand, the digital newsstand, and get some momentum going there before it gets too crowded. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what sparked. Um, my decision to put all my efforts into the magazine and then have the podcast and the blog and things like that supplement the magazine, but the but the magazine became the main focus. Smart, I love it. I, th- I think that's fantastic. And um, what I what I really love about it is, you know, from a lifestyle standpoint, you know, obviously it's a lot of work to pull together a, a digital magazine, and you're you're obviously doing all of the work to make that happen. But it's such a great freedom based model. I mean, you can do that from anywhere in the world at any time, and you really have no constraints right that's true I mean I work I work from home um, and the people that are on my team uh, they're actually both in the Philippines I've never met them in person but yep. they're fantastic they do a great job and of course I use a ton of tools uh, you know like programs and software and that kind of stuff uh, to help make it all happen and you know without those tools and without you know even my, my small team of help that I have uh, I, I certainly wouldn't be able to do it it would just be too much work yeah, absolutely. And I love to share different tools and resources that we use at Kelly Roach Coaching on the podcast and, and love for my experts to share as well. So are there any tools that you would say you can't live without? Absolutely. Entrepreneurs listening to the show today should uh, take a moment to check out. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the, the ones that I'm using every single day uh, are definitely uh, Google Google Apps or Google Drive, I guess. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm sharing documents with my team and we all have our Gmail accounts and our calendars and everything through Google. Uh, we use Aweber for email marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead pages for a lot of like the landing pages and and where we give away like a, a free guide and in exchange for somebody's email, uh, sure. that kind of stuff. Um, and then some other tools that come to mind, a big one that saves me a lot of time in terms of scheduling, like for having a call like this and, and for doing interviews and such is, uh, is something called schedule once. Yep. I use the same thing. I absolutely love it. Yes, it is fantastic. I mean, before that I would be sending emails back and forth like, Hey, are you available this day, this time? And then no, what about these ones? No, what about these ones? And it was just like this long, you know, horrible waste of, of, of time. Right. Yeah. Um, so that is a, that's definitely a big time saver. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah. Those are a few that come, that come to mind anyway. Great, great. So, you know, you are the the editor and publisher of this great magazine, and um, obviously you're helping thousands of people to build um, a, a entrepreneurial business that's centered around having a great lifestyle. So talk to us a little bit, Tyler, about, um, you know, someone that's just getting started um, and kind of what key considerations they should make at the beginning of their journey. And then I want you to switch gears for a couple minutes and talk a little bit to the more advanced entrepreneur that maybe is craving more freedom 
item in their business or in their life and, and what's some things that you've learned that, that they can do to help them to achieve that? Yeah, okay, perfect. Um, so when it comes to choosing, uh, like if you haven't started something yet and you're in that place where you're just trying to choose, okay, what am I going to start? What am I going to do online? Um, the, the exercise that I went through when I decided I was going to start the magazine was I sat down and I put together a list of all these different topics that I had an interest in or a passion in. And then, on, and then in another list, I put together um, a list of all the skills that I had. And then I drew these parallels between these passions and these skills and, and uh, just to see where I could tie some of those together. And some industries uh, started popping up at me, like some, some, some niches, I guess you could say, started presenting themselves. Um, the one that I settled on was digital publishing because that gave me a chance to create content uh, which I love doing. I mean, I love writing. I love doing interviews and and uh, and speaking to people and and uh, I like uh, creating articles, ebooks, all those kind of things, right? So creating content is was definitely something I was passionate about. And the topic that I was most passionate about uh, became lifestyle design and online business. When when you put those two things together, you get you get lifestyle entrepreneurship. So that's how I was able to narrow down the uh, my idea, I guess, right, for what I wanted to pursue. Um, then I went and, and uh, did some research to see what else was out there. So again, I was taking a look at podcasts that existed, blogs that existed, books that existed, online courses, and magazines. Um, and so that gave me you know, a really good idea of who all the players in the space are, uh, what information people are already getting on that subject, um, and just kind of that high-level overview of you know where I could come into the space and try to add something new to the space, not and not necessarily just become a copy of something that's already there. Um, so once I decided, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a magazine because uh, that's the thing that would be you know a new addition to the space. There's not a lot of magazines on that topic yet. That's when I started, uh, and and again referencing that list of skills that I had, I had to recognize that you know creating content on its own is not a business, right? You right. create content to promote a business or to market a business but on its own I mean unless you're creating like a really high traffic blog or something like that you know like the next uh, the next HubSpot or addictedtosuccess.com or something like that and you're creating a ton of content uh, then you need to ha you need to have a plan to actually monetize and then create free content just to get eyeballs on your business mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Um, so once I realized that, okay, that's that was the next step for me, I had to figure out, okay, what can I do and and what do I need help with? You know, which areas of, of business do I not understand yet? Which ones do I need to learn? Um, and who can I, you know, who, where can I go uh, to learn those, uh, those aspects or who can I hire to help me with those aspects? So um, I started to basically piece together uh, kind of like an organizational chart, I guess. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and this, uh, I have to credit an entrepreneur by the name of Justin Livingston for this. Um, I went and I saw him do a presentation where he talked about organizational structure. And he said, anybody who's just getting started, you know, if you're a solopreneur, you've got a small team, or you want to build a business that, I, that scales, then what you need to do is identify all of the tasks involved in running your business. Write them all down and then start to group them together into specific roles. And if you're a solopreneur, unfortunately, every single role is yours when you're mm -hmm. first getting started, mm -hmm. which is why it's a, you know it's a ton of work and it can be overwhelming. Um, but what you wanna do is uh, you start basically with every job is yours. And in order for you to promote yourself to the CEO of your own business, you need to delegate 
as many of those roles as you can. So you kind of climb your own ladder to get to CEO mm -hmm. so that you're doing the only the things that a CEO would be doing. So I can't say that I'm quite there yet because I'm still doing a lot of the things that I eventually want to have other people doing. Um, but I've delegated probably half the work involved mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. in, in running the magazine. Um, so yeah, still got, you know, still got a lot more work to do right now. I, um, but at least having that clarity from day one, okay, it's like, okay, where, what am I working towards and how am I going to actually get myself into a position where the business runs almost on its own and I'm just working on it, not necessarily in it. Um, exactly. So. Yep. Yeah. No, that's great. And I mean, automation, delegation, um, systems, having an org chart, having roles and responsibilities in the company, you know, these are all things that can help people move quickly towards that CEO and visionary versus the super employee role, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. So let's go back to lifestyle entrepreneurship a lot. You know, um, I have listeners that are startups, but I also have a lot of listeners that are already very successful business owners that are working on taking their business to the next level, expanding their business, or maybe they're transitioning out of one business model and into another because they crave more freedom in their lives. So I would love to hear some of your top tips um, for our more advanced business owners that are listening in terms of how they can create more freedom and start embarking on more of a lifestyle entrepreneurship focus in their business versus maybe the traditional model that they may have pursued when they initially got started? Perfect. Yeah, great question. Um, so in any business, there are going to be certain activities that uh, actually bring in revenue. And then there's a bunch that just kind of uh, support you know, everything else. So the, a lot of the administrative stuff, uh, you know, things like design or maintaining the websites, you know, scheduling posts online, all those kinds of things, they don't necessarily uh, affect the bottom line, but they need to be done. Um, so I guess that one of the quickest ways to shift from, you know, being totally swamped by all the work involved in running your business to having more of a, a lifestyle or, you know, some more balance uh, where you're only focused on those, those I guess, higher level activities that, that bring in revenue, things like creating a new product, mm -hmm. um, networking with potential, you know, promotional partners or joint venture partners, that kind of thing, uh, or serving clients like one-on-one, -on -one, you mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. any of those things that, that really make an impact and then delegating everything else. Um, so the... An efficient way to do that, I found, is to, again, list all those tasks and then break them down into step-by-step, step, here's how you want this certain task to be done. Create uh, a standard operating procedure or even like a video training, uh, mm -hmm. for example, uh, and then hand that off to somebody else mm -hmm. as soon as you can. Um, and if you, when you get to a point where the only stuff that you're doing are the things that move your business forward, and everything else, all the stuff that maintains your business has been delegated to somebody else. I think that's probably when you're going to uh, put yourself in that position where now you start to, to get to that that higher level. Yeah, that makes sense. no, I, I couldn't agree more. That's that's I mean, that's what it's all about. And, you know, there's so many great tools now. I know that my team, my operations manager is now training all of our new people using video and audio. And there's so many simple, easy, free tools out there to create documented systems and processes. We really are in this such a fun, exciting time to be an entrepreneur because there's so much at our fingertips. 
right? Like everything can be done so easily virtually now that there's really no limit, you know, to what you can do. You just kind of have to get outside of the box and like you said, get things off of your plate so that you can engage in those higher level thinking, more strategic roles that are going to move you forward versus being down in the weeds, I always say, um, dealing with those tactical details. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we are so fortunate to have all of these tools and this technology at our disposal because, I mean, 10 years back, we, we just didn't have the same capability, right? Oh, it's we, amazing. Yeah. It's the, the I mean, the the impact that it's had on entrepreneurs. And, and I guess it's, in a way, it's uh, it's lowered the barrier to entry or it's, it's almost, I guess it's almost shattered the barrier to entry. I mean, anybody with a laptop uh, and uh, a dream of something they want to work towards, they can they can actually make some pretty good headway just from you know on their own from their laptop. And if they need help, they can find help you know anywhere around the world. They can get they can get independent contractors, freelancers, anybody. I mean, you don't necessarily need an office and a full time staff of employees to build a, to build a business anymore. No, not at all. I mean, it's amazing, and and I think we're very lucky to be in in this present time that we are. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what you're seeing working right now as far as advertising and list building and, and growing your business. Um, you know, we have a lot of people that are working on expanding their online presence and really building their their platform that way. What are some of the top things that are working for you right now, Tyler, in terms of list building and advertising your, your magazine? Yeah, so right now um, we do a couple of things. Uh, in terms of social media, um, we've actually been focused quite a bit on Instagram lately. Uh, and so I'm posting like, you know, picture quotes and that kind of stuff every single day. And in the, in the Instagram bio, it links straight to a free resource that I give away mm -hmm. in exchange for joining our newsletter. Um, and so over the past few months, just from posting a few, you know, a few posts per day, We've gone from pretty much zero uh, to about 8,000 followers on Instagram in a couple of months without spending money on ads on Instagram, which is pretty cool. Um, and that just takes, you know, a little bit of time each day to, yeah. keep, that, to keep that going. Um, the podcast has helped as well. Uh, we launched a podcast back in uh, November, and we we were featured on New and Noteworthy uh, for the first uh, for the first couple of months there on iTunes. So we got a, um, some pretty good exposure there. And every single one of my podcast episodes ends with that call to action to visit our website. You know, mm -hmm. visit our visit the show notes page or check out the magazine in the App Store. Um, so I've seen uh, you know a bump in uh, in in traffic and downloads of our of our magazine. Every since we uh, we launched the podcast, um, and we do I do a bit of blogging, not a whole lot. Um, most of our blog content would be show notes for our podcast episodes because again, the 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 bulk of our content actually is in the magazine itself, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So everything else is just kind of pointing towards the magazine. All the social media points to it. Um, our new our newsletter points to it. Our podcast points to it, and so on. Um, so yeah, I mean, co creating content is a fantastic way to get exposure for your business, uh, as long as you, you know you're really putting in the time and effort to create content that's helpful for your target audience, and that will, is something that when they come across it, they'll be like, okay, wow, that's something I want to actually take a look at, and then they learn about your business that way. Um, and I, somebody who I've been learning from content marketing from, and uh, is a great resource, is a, is a guy named Dan Norris. And he's got a book called Content Marketing Machine. So if anyone uh, is interested in, um, you know, getting exposure for their business through content marketing, definitely go check that out. Uh, in terms of ads, um, I'm starting to do a bit more with Facebook ads right now. 
Uh, and I'm not an expert on it. It's, you know, I, I took a look at Facebook ads a couple of years back and it was pretty simple then. Not so simple now. No, um, there's not so, so simple now. There's mm -mm. so much you can do. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm, right now I'm testing different, uh, you know, different campaigns, um, and a few different, for a few different reasons. I mean, sometimes I'll do it to promote a, a blog post and then I'll have uh, a retargeting pixel. Mm -hmm. So the next time I create an ad, that ad will only be shown to people who have actually been to our website or, or yeah. even been to a specific post on our website. Um, I'm trying things with targeting uh, specific interests and demographics as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of things you can do. It is it is really robust. I'm definitely not the expert on Facebook ads, um, but I am starting to spend a bit more time uh, in in, uh, in using those. Yeah, yeah. No, we that's that's definitely been our biggest source of list building and clients for Kelly Roach Coaching. Um, but I've always outsourced that because I just haven't had the time to personally study it and manage it and and get deep enough in it to to take that on myself. But now as my team has grown, I actually have someone that's you know going through some programs and getting some mentoring currently so our hope and our goal is to bring that in-house this year and and try to um, really integrate that into what the the team is managing but that's great those are some great tips for everybody listening on uh, different ways that that you're getting some great traffic and leads so thank you for sharing that um, what else Tyler you know give us some other great tips that you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey that you think are relevant you know no matter where someone isn't in, in their uh, business building journey um, so I will say that uh, something that has been super uh, beneficial for me has been building relationships uh, with other people in my space. You know, kind of like what, what you and I are doing right now. I mean, even, you know, speaking and, and doing this podcast episode, I mean, we're, we'll, we'll be staying in touch after the episode. And if there's any ways we can help each other, we'll probably do that, right? So I've been doing that for a few years now. Um, and so even just that habit of, you know, constantly connecting with people online and even and even offline as well. I am fortunate to be in a city where there are quite a few entrepreneurs. I'm in, you know, in Vancouver, the west coast of Canada. So we've got we've got conferences happening here, seminars, meetup groups, all kinds of stuff all the time. There's no shortage of it. Uh, so I can go out almost any day of the week and find an event uh, to go and attend and, and connect with some people. So even though all the, all the stuff I'm doing is online. Uh, I have been I have spent a lot of time building my network offline over the past few years, and that's helped big time, uh, especially when it came time to launch the magazine. I mean, had I not had that network from going to events, from hosting the podcast, from from connecting with other bloggers and authors and and podcast hosts and, and influencers and so on, uh, if I had made the the choice to build to start a magazine with no network, uh, it would have been way harder to find people to to support my project, right? It would have been way harder to get people to contribute articles or to find somebody to put on the cover, right? Um, a real funny, I'll share this quick story with you. Uh, the the person who I mentioned earlier in the interview, Nathan Chan from Founder Magazine, when he created his first issue of Founder Magazine, he didn't actually have somebody to put on the cover, um, so he had to, he used a stock photo, uh, and mm. you can go back and see mm -hmm. the first issue of his magazine. Uh, because that you know, for him, 
starting that magazine was his first step into the whole online business space. So he didn't have the the network yet, right? Uh, in his second issue, he was able to get someone on the cover, and then he kind of you know climbed that ladder, that social ladder, I guess, of constantly getting you know people who are at a higher level each time to become a part of the magazine. But he had, really and truly started from scratch. So I had a little bit of a head start. Um, just from having spent uh, so many years uh, building relationships with other entrepreneurs, so that when when I had a project that I needed help with, you know, I could I, it was simply an email or a phone call, and, yeah. I, and a bunch of people were happy to support me. No, I think that is an amazing tip to leave people with. I mean, it has blown my mind since I launched the podcast, the relationships and the community and the network that can be built just by connecting with other great entrepreneurs. They're all success-minded. They're all driven. They're out there. They're moving and shaking, making stuff happen. And you're absolutely right. When you need to get partners for your launch or you need to get people to support something that you're doing, um, it's it's a quick email. It's not you know scrambling to, to figure out where you're going to get the network and, and the support in order to to get the level of, um, you know, participation that you need. So it's absolutely true. I think that is um, a a great thing for people to be thinking about from day one, really. Um, And it's interesting that you brought up Nathan and Founder Magazine because, I mean, he has built huge success and he is really making some great moves, not only with the magazine, but also with his podcast. So I love that you shared um, how you learned so much from him and where he started from and having to start that first issue with a stock photo because it's important for everyone to realize like that's where we all start right like it may look different for (laughs) all of us but we've all been there and sometimes I think the online world makes it seem like you know other people don't go through those initial stages of like wow what am I doing you know like I have nothing going on here and everybody goes through that right and it's part it's part of the journey it's par for the course yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's it's easy to to take a look at somebody's highlights or whatever's you know working really well for them currently, and maybe compare yourself to them and then get discouraged. But you know, it, you don't see the whole journey. There's a lot that happens behind the scenes. I mean, for absolutely. Every, yeah, for everything that somebody does that works, they might have tried like eight or nine things that didn't work, right? Exactly. So. <laughs> it's so true. Oh my God. I, well, I'll tell you what. We're in the middle of like three different launches right now, and I will tell you that is. That couldn't be more true. It's like for everything that that's a rock star hit that you do that works out extremely well, there were like 10 other things that you're like, let's forget that that happened, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not talk about that ever again. Um, yeah. So no, and the thing is, is yeah. you never know. You never know which exactly. ones are going to be the hit, right? You, you just kind of have to put in the work and then, the, you know, it's, the law of averages kicks in. It is so true. No, this is great. So listen, I am sure, Tyler, there are some people that are listening in today that want to get in touch with you. They want to connect with you and want to check out the magazine, what is the best place for people to do that? Um, yeah, so uh, if anyone wants to connect with me personally, you can find me at tylerbasu.com. Um, a quick search of my name will find me as well. I think I'm probably the only guy with this name. Yeah. Um, so pretty, pretty easy to find. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to check out the magazine, uh, our website is lifestylebusinessmag.com or you can find us in the App Store. Love it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for everything that you shared today, Tyler. You were a fantastic guest, and I know our audience got a ton of value out of your interview. This was a ton of fun, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me.
You got it. And for everybody tuning in today, thank you so much for being with me for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And I want to remind you that if you are looking to explode the growth in your business and build a unstoppable machine, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. That's IGNITE to 44222 so that you can get entered onto my private email community where you're going to begin receiving everything you need to design, market, build, and grow your own freedom-based business. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.